Welcome to the Autonomy Talent Podcast, where we feature creatives, discuss what they do, what they do to promote their creative endeavors, and try to come up with new methods that might boost their results and yours. We'll also have the occasional industry expert here to talk about what's new in digital marketing. So enjoy the show and remember to always live intentionally. Welcome back to the Autonomy Talent Podcast. I actually have a rare in-person interview with me today. How's it going, Jake? I'm doing good, Bill. How's it going? Doing well, man. Jake Ferris is a local artist here in town, and uh, we've been friends on Facebook for some time now. Know, and this, like, is, uh, this, this is the first time we've met in person. Yeah, so. this first face-to-face meeting. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I've known you for like a year now. I know, right? It's been probably about that long since the early part of the yeah. lockdown and all that, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Well, Everybody was trying to, first trying to start learning how to do lives online to try to like get yeah. some kind of outlet for yeah. that for their creative oh endeavors. Gosh, it's been like I'm going to ask you. Do you want a drink? Oh yeah, I'll take one. One of these? Yeah, I'll take. Uh, yeah, awesome. So All you've right. been kind of busy as of late, haven't you? Yes, I have. I've been pretty busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been all over the place. Uh, you know, I think the pandemic sort of kind of made me focus inward i think it's made all of us kind of focus a little inward yep. now with everything going on and uh now it's like I've, I've just i went from like having all the time to i feel like i don't have any time at all it's like well that's yours i picked yours up by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> we have the exact oh, yeah. same oh, case yeah, and everything it. so I, like, I, I thought I, I thought his phone was mine and i picked up and moved <laughs> it over here and I was like, oh wait mine's over here what am i doing <laughs> yeah so sorry so you, back up here you said now that COVID's kind of relaxing a little bit and we've got out in place, uh, you've been playing as much as you can, haven't you? Yeah, I really have. Um, uh, played like a bunch of different coffee shops, and there's like three venues like really close to me, and I've played like two of them like pretty frequently. Nice. I you know so I played at Fire Cup Coffee, which is like a new coffee shop in Haltom City, which. I don't know if you've been to Haltom City, but it needed one. It was there's not like a there's not a good hangout spot in Haltom City, right? So that's my favorite little cool. fuzz spot where my daughter and I like to go is over there in Haltom City. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's been pretty cool. I, I started that uh, a DFW singer songwriter group, and yep. that's grown quite a bit. You've been part of that. Yeah, I've been watching that grow. It's going well. It's going really good, and uh, and you know because. I, and I started that group too because it was like I felt like there was a there were a lot of groups for like rap and there was a lot of groups for metal but I didn't feel like there was a lot of groups for like the little acoustic acts right. and like you know the the songwriter people so I wanted to kind of expand on that a little bit and right that's been really cool and uh, yeah and we've got shows coming up uh, I've got one. Uh, Mammal Fest is the next one, which is going to be like a full band show, and I'm really excited about that one. Nice. It's going to be at Lilith's Trailer Park. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. That. I was actually planning on going over there tomorrow. They've got that uh that farmers market thing going on over there. The first one of the springs. Oh right. Starting tomorrow. Yeah. So, I was actually thinking about bouncing over there for a little bit tomorrow and checking that out. Cool, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love Lolas. I think it's really a cool place and it is a cool spot. There's I haven't what, actually three different stages total. Uh, yeah, I think so. There's like so the no. one little one in the back part, and then the yeah. outdoor one, and then the the one up front in the front in the main room. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm pretty excited to play there, man. It's yeah, I want to really play that cool. venue too. It sounds nice. I'm gonna go out there and play like during the summer outside though. Oh yeah, really, yeah. Really. Well, I think that's where noise. we're gonna be. I think that's where we're gonna. Uh, I think we're supposed to be at the outdoor stage there. I don't think they put a lot of like hard rock stuff on the out, outdoor one though. That's usually reserved for the front <laughs> front room up there. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's gonna be really awesome. I I think so far it looks like a lot of people are pretty interested in going, and I think it's right on, man. Be a good show. When is that? It is the March twenty seventh. Okay, yeah, this 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 won't have aired by the end, so yeah, okay. that'll be in the past by the time this oh, one okay. comes out. Because I'm actually about like seven to eight weeks out right now from the ones I have recorded already, and I need oh, okay. to edit and release weekly. So yeah, so it's gonna be a little bit before this actually cool. hits the airwaves. So, um, so what else do you have going on later in the year? Uh, uh, I've got I've got another show in uh, North Richland Hills at Brutal Beer Works. And uh, I think that's a like brewery. Yeah. Hmm. That's actually one that they like approached me. I don't get a lot of them that where they asked me. It's like, Hey, I saw your stuff and like, you're really cool. And like, you want to, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. So that was, that was a really easy gig to get. Yeah, it's nice when a promoter reaches out to you first. I, I know it was, it was really awesome. That doesn't happen very often, but it's always cool when it does. And, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll be out there. I think it's yeah. April 17th. We'll be out there. And then, uh, yeah. Nice man. And what about recordings? How are you doing on recordings? Recordings, uh, so I know uh, it's a challenge. So that's yeah, what I ask. I was I was working with this guy uh, to do my uh, album. I've, I've been wanting to put out an album for a while uh, of my like own recordings, um, and I, one of my mentors was going to produce the album for me, and uh, we were going to go out to like. Uh, his cabin he's got out in like Corpus Christi or something like that. And we were going to go like record it. And, uh, it was just like one thing after the other and like, it just didn't come to fruition. Uh, hopefully sometime this year I'll be able to record it. Uh, but it just didn't work itself out. Um, this last year, uh, yeah, this last year was hard to work a lot of things out. <laughs> it really was. Um, but you know, I did get a lot of writing done. You know, we did some live streams. Uh, I have put out an album on my band camp that was uh, a lot of my old live recordings. And I made it a collection. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. Yeah. yeah. So I made a collection of like old live recordings and it was sort of like a pay what you want kind of thing right. for it just to kind of give samplings of my work. And uh, that's up on band camp right now. And it's only on band camp. I didn't put it on anything else. So cool. Uh, um, so that's been pretty awesome. Go ahead and tell them, tell them how to find you over there real quick in case uh, anybody's curious. Yeah, it's uh, Smoking Jake Ferris uh, at bamcamp.com, I think is what that is. <laughs> and you can pretty much find Jake everywhere, folk, um, Smoking Jake Ferris. So. Yeah. I know you're on um, pretty active on Facebook. Um, yeah. I, what about others like Twitter, Instagram? Uh, I had a Twitter a long time ago, and then... I forgot the password to it and never, never went back to it again. I think Twitter's a, a, an interesting... I, I would. I was thinking about getting back on Twitter, but uh, I, I'm not on there currently. Really, if you go, on, if you look up me on Twitter, like it's it's from like 2010. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. I first yeah. got on there like around 2008 or nine, something like that. Yeah, just right around that time. 
Yeah. I've run several accounts over there now for autonomy and for my band's account and my personal one and stuff. So I'm, I'm pretty active over there. Same with Instagram, but yeah, like Twitter, it's it's. I've always had a love hate relationship with Twitter. Like some things it works really well yeah. for. Like my ex wife, she was had an eBay business for a while, reselling used sho- shoes and clothing and shit on eBay. Yeah, that she'd find it like thrift stores and stuff and resell it on there. Good margins and everything. It was a pretty solid, you know, business idea. But um, Twitter was the way to go with that. I wound up blowing that thing up. Like uh-huh. she was getting over ten thousand hits a day on oh, her, yeah. her across all of her products she had on there. So literally, that it worked well for that. Some things it doesn't. But there's a really, really active indie music community over there. That's what I was asking. So yeah. It's- well, and I, th- I think what appealed to me a little bit about Twitter and what's kind of appealed to me about Instagram to, to a degree is like, uh, you know, it, it's sort of a little bit more instant media and it's more, um, you know, you, not, not quite as filtered out. Yeah. Um, but Instagram is kind of a love-hate thing with me. It's like I just don't. And it's, it's more of a I just don't. I'm not as easy. It's not as easy to me as like Facebook. Yeah. I at least know what to do with Facebook for the most part, except every once in a while they change something and then I have to relearn. it. <laughs> yep. And of course they own Instagram. So they're doing the same things yeah. over there. Like, yeah, for sure. Used to, you get mad, you know, just, you just post a post on Instagram and it would get shown to people that you weren't even following you. And you mm. could, you could get viral, you know, interaction, just from a single, you know, post on your feed. Yeah. They dialed that back. They introduced stories. So they yeah. got where that was the thing. You could get some pretty good, you know, organic reach with your stories where they dialed that one back and then they introduced reels. And now you yeah. can get some pretty, pretty good reach with it for a while, but they're going to dial that one back too, you know? So that's yeah. just, that's their, their model. They did the same thing with Facebook, with groups and with pages, yeah. especially with their pages. You know, you yeah. could back in the early days around like 2011, 12, you could get a Facebook page and post stuff on there and, like everybody that followed your page would see it and yeah. tons of people that weren't following it was just organic reach out the ass and then yeah, for sure. like they just completely cut it all back to if you're if like three or four percent of your people that like your page actually see your post you're doing well yeah and they could do that to get you to pay for it. you know you, you pay for uh for that attention so yeah you've got to pay to get the same amount of uh exposure you were used to getting for free before so right like a drug dealer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, first bump's free, man, but you're going to pay for it after that. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But that's the yeah. that's the biggest drug out there today is attention. You know, just trying to yeah, get people's I, attention. I mean, I'm on it too, for sure. It's just, of course. I'm just trying to get... you got to be where the what attention is, do, man. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. you got to try to get in front of as many people as you possibly can. I know we have the same issue. You know, I'm trying to get our band, you know, social built up. And it's, it takes some time, but it's, it's rolling along pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just trying to put yourself out there, man, for sure. I mean, you know, just one day at a time. <laughs> one Definitely. day at a time. One gig at a time. Yep, I know we've got two gigs coming up this week. So it's a very rare occurrence for us as we're recording this this week, that is. Um, one of them over in Haltom City at the Haltom Theater. Okay, yeah, we're playing there. On that's th- that's the other gig that Thursday I, night. I haven't, I haven't been there, but it's it's like right down the road for my my house. Yeah, I haven't been there either. I mean, I keep wanting yeah. to go, and I haven't had a chance to go yet. Yeah. But uh, we're playing there on Thursday, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I'll at least get to go then. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got this yeah. weird one. That's I say weird. It's it's an unusual venue. It's outdoor. 
little spot out in Mineral Wells, way out west. Oh, wow. And, that's, uh, that's, that's a distance. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> about 30, 40 minutes from here. But yeah. most of my band is all on the east side. They're all on Dallas and Louisville and like okay. Wiley area. So it's going to oh. be a long trek for them. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Anyways, there's a graffiti wall up there. It's like where a building used to be. They've torn down. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, guy. And yeah. It's just a wall up there that people come by he and just, put random graffiti he just gives on. You a it's generator and then yeah, he's got the generator, some lights and stuff, and a PA system he sets up out yeah. there. And you can come out and jam. And he does it like once a month now. It was like a one time deal. Yeah. And it it took off. People liked it, so he's like, okay, he started yeah. doing it like every month. Is I think he takes off like December and January when it's really cold. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I've played when it's really cold outside. You don't want to do that. Yeah, no, uh-uh. I'm it's, not a cold weather type person anyway. <laughs> I did that once, like really, really hung over too. Just Ooh. like it was, it was awful. I was like <laughs> trying to play the strings, and like it's like it's just like extra hard because it's like so cold. <laughs> Oscar out. Yeah, I told you he's a recurring he's, guest on the show. He's seeing what's up. Yeah, get get out out. <laughs> So you said you hadn't played Halton's Theater yet? No, not yet. Not yet. It's they have a seems to have a mixture of different types of acts that they have there. Yeah, uh, my fear is with with that one is again, you know, and I have nothing against metal bands. I know this is going to sound like I'm against metal bands, but it's just like there's just certain bands I don't want to mix with because yeah, <laughs> I just you, don't think that audience is there. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's, it's, it doesn't make sense. I know that, what you mean. But yeah, I've, I've played a couple, uh, like, uh, I don't know if you ever played like a Riley's pub. Like, no, but I, I, we were uh, actually trying to get on there yeah. next week. Uh, Lauren, yeah. who uh, was actually on the show. The last person I had in person here was Lauren. Um, and he's like, um, but doing bookings for them now. Yeah. So he was trying to get us on there yeah. next month, but one of well, the guys is out of town. I don't know how the booking is now, but it used to be like you could, as long as you messaged him, he would let you play. Like it was pretty much like, it was kind of one of those venues where he's not going to say no to an act. Oh, we can fill a bill. Great. Let's put you on there. And, but it was kind of one of those deals where like you would go on there (laughs) and like, it doesn't necessarily mean your sound is going to be the same as the other ones. So there, you would get a very wide variety of people. Which, which, I mean, if that's how you're going to sell it, I think that's fine. But it's, it's a, you know, I I went to this uh, one of the uh, really bad gigs we we did was I went to uh, I'm not gonna say say who it is or anything, but we went to this place in Crumman. <laughs> it was it was this guy's garage. And oh wow! So, and so it was like a bunch of metal bands and us. And but then I, I was like, okay, but well, we're gonna be first, right? So we're gonna be the first ones to play. And then so we. Uh, and I was like, okay, cool. That's that's cool, whatever. And then, uh, and then the other guy, the guy who was doing it, was like, uh, hey, do you mind if like this band plays before you? It was like, Ugh. so we had to be like, hey, just so you know, we don't sound anything <laughs> like this other right. guy. And uh, yeah, I was in his garage, and it was actually it was cool for what it was, but I wish it would have been like, I wish I didn't drive out to Crumb for, to do it. I think I think what he was doing was kind of cool. Like if you especially if you're in that small town and like you're, you're there's like some high school kids who've like not had a place to play. Right. That's kind of a cool thing, but like, I don't know. It was a bit far for me for <laughs> to get to go yeah, for exactly. no pay. And yeah. And even the, what exposure you're going to get is probably not going to amount uh, to yeah. much. Uh, no, no. Your audience is not going to no, be there. Not at all. Yeah. 
we we have the same type of deal because we're kind of like a hard rock band, so we kind of get lumped in with a lot of metal acts and such. But we're really not metal, so it's yeah, it's a similar type of a deal. We're not nearly as heavy as a lot of the bands we're going to be on a bill with. Yeah, but and when we were able to put the bill together, like with our last show we did back in December, um, we put the, um, actually Brad, our singer, put together the bill with a couple other bands that were you know comparable to to us, but. So that yeah. was a little better, but a lot of times, like I'm halt them on next uh, on Thursday night. I think we're probably going to want to being like everybody else is going to be pretty much like metalcore, that he- <laughs> much heavier type sound yeah, than what yeah. we have. Yeah. So, um, hopefully we don't stand out like a sore thumb. We're going on second <laughs> out of four bands. So yeah, we shall see. Sure. I don't care. I'm just glad to be on stage. Absolutely, but yeah, but you know, any any chance to play. I'll I'll take pretty much. Have you ever checked any of the little spots down here on Magnolia Avenue? I, a little bit, yeah. I haven't had quite as much luck, but there, that's where, especially in my genre, I feel like that's where a lot of the yeah people in my genre play. Yeah, like I think Shaw's that, and uh, there's and stuff the, like that. The Yucatan Taco Stand is down there. Yeah, and I know. There's, a there's about three or play. four or five different little venues down there that I've been to that. Like there was a big festival down there once uh, a couple yeah. of years ago. Now that I went to it back in the spring, and yeah, it was, arts, like, was it arts goggles. Yeah, it was a big, a big yeah. art walk all the way down Magnolia. Yeah. There, a lot of <laughs> artists and stuff out there, and yeah, it was it was a huge deal and a lot of bands playing, a lot of little, little smaller acts that. playing, and all these little places. I, I, it was cool. I haven't I haven't had a whole lot of. Uh, this is like the biggest, like closest thing to a festival I've played with this last this one coming up, um, but I haven't had like a lot of like. I played one festival one time when uh, I was in my punk band, like way back in 2012, and it was uh, the Barry Street Block Party, and there was like it was like several different stages and several different venues were participating oh, wow. and uh, stuff like that, uh, and that was a really cool experience. But uh, I haven't been able to get one like that since, and like uh, I think I think this is my uh, fifth year in a row to apply for like the Main Street arts festival or whatever and that the um arlington knights has yeah so hopefully fingers crossed i get on there <laughs> this time maybe they'll hear this and they'll be like yay let's put you on there but i don't know well, they look <laughs> but yeah I, i've always applied for those things because i was like yeah it'd be so awesome if we could just get in one of <laughs> absolutely man you know people come find you and i don't know about yeah. like back in the day you know like 20 years ago when i was like first living in the Dallas area you'd go to like the Dallas Arts Festival or whatnot yeah. and there'd be little stages out there with bands playing all the, throughout the day oh yeah and you see them it's like oh that's cool and you go on mm-hmm. and you really didn't have any way of like looking them up afterwards or like <laughs> even knowing who the hell they were unless you happen to see them again somewhere at some point in time yeah but now it's like when you're at a show like that or at a venue of some event and there's bands playing, you can look them up on your phone, see if they're on Spotify or Facebook, yeah, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, everywhere. Oh, yeah. And you can find them right there. I love doing that nowadays. I'll go to like see some live bands playing locally and I'll, I'll look them up on YouTube and Instagram oh, and yeah. everywhere. I'm just to follow yeah. them all over the place. If they're, it's, it's even really if they're a great time. Decent, I like to, you know, it's I like re- to follow them. I like to support my local artists. Yeah. It's really an amazing time in music right now because it's like, really and it's kind of funny too because it's like it used to be, you know, you made an album and you gave it to somebody and they promoted a tour. And now it's like 
you go on tour, so maybe you can make an album. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it has flipped on his head, you know hasn't I mean? it? Yeah, used to go like, out on tour to promote the album. Now you're going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're going. Your you're music's a, your music's like fueling your tour now. It's like you know. So yeah, well, the album the sales is, used to be what made where you made your money. Yeah, and yeah, that's obviously not the case anymore. No, no. <laughs> it's really not. You make it on the show on the well, if you're touring like that, you know, if you're a big national touring act, then yeah, yeah you're going to be making some pretty good bank off that. But local shows, we all know how much that's going to make. Yeah, not much gas money here sometimes. Exactly, <laughs> especially when you're in a five piece like I am. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you're. Uh, if I saw thirty seven cents out of this next show, who's I'll be, driving? I'll be shocked. <laughs> that's who we're giving the money to. We're, we're all driving a meeting there. So yeah. oh yeah, that's how I used to do it because I didn't like to drive to Dallas. I would be like, all right, are you driving? Okay, great. Here's your, your cast money. <laughs> well, everybody's in Dallas. Our practice room is in Dallas. And, uh, yeah. well, it's pretty good ways from everybody. It was kind of centrally mm-hmm. located. It's there at uh, Walnut Hill and yeah. 35 area yeah. where our practice studio is. It's not that. Uh, it's just right off of 30. That Like, you, you know, you just hop on 30 and get to Dallas pretty quickly, though, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. go straight into, thir- into Dallas, but we're up north on up near 635 almost. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit further. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to live not too far from here in. If, yeah, it was just you could just hop on thirty real quick. Yeah, because if you step out here on my balcony, yeah. you can see thirty right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like you just hop on there and you can go to Dallas or yeah, or you hit you hang a left to go Fort to Dallas Worth. and hang a right to go to Fort Worth. Yeah, pretty and much. like for, downtown Fort Worth is like fifteen minutes away. Yeah, downtown Dallas is about thirty. Yeah, so it's it's pretty good spot here, right? Yeah, yeah. As far as being centrally located, yeah. Um, but like our the Haltom Theater is like 15 minutes away from here, you know. But everybody else is coming from way over there. That's we've got practice Monday night, so I'm gonna load all my gear up because I don't want to drive all the way to Dallas just to drive back, you know, 10 minutes away <laughs> over here to go to the venues. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's funny how you have to like do the logistics of everything. That's, that's how you have to do it when you're when you're first starting out. You don't have like roadies and yeah, that's funny. <laughs> road crews and all that crap to load yeah. all your gear. My my drummer now is like you know, uh, like uh, yeah, he plays cajon, and so his setup time is he just sits the box down, and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, so you know, wow. Uh, there was one time like he was running behind. I was like, yeah, but I mean, he's not gonna have much setup time. We we could like. He could literally come right when we're starting, and then I think it would be fine. Like, it's not the case with our drummer. No, it's not the case with your drummer. Probably not. I would. I think Kevin has like twelve, fifteen cymbals oh, you know, oh somewhere around gosh, that neighborhood. Yeah. He's got like just he's a he's a cymbal snob. <laughs> no, he's got just a big array of cymbals, <laughs> and he uses like every one of the damn ones in like oh, yeah. almost every song. It's just it's crazy. But he he loves his cymbals, and he's does a lot of cymbal work with him. You know. But, Got that rush kit where it's just like you, know, you gotta <laughs> it's like. It's not quite a Neil Pert like, kit, but it's getting there. <laughs> slide the drums in. Or like that, the dude I don't remember there. his name from uh, Dream Theater. They had oh, the yeah. like big racks with the uh, overhead racks with more uh, shit hanging down from the top. It's like, oh good lord. Mike Portnoy was his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. That's it. Too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be like. I'm going to use like this hi hat and the snare, and I might remember to hit the kick drum once in a while. <laughs> and every once in a while, I might be able to do a little Tom film. That's it. Don't, yeah. don't expect any more out of me no, on the drums. No, I'm that. That's more than me, probably. <laughs> like, I have that little electronic kit over there, but I, it was mainly for my daughter. I hardly ever play it. She's the yeah. drummer of the family. So. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. I've, that's pretty much it. I've started writing a book, and 
that that's been interesting too. <laughs> Other than that, really, you're writing a book. What's that about? Uh, I was kind of trying to do something, so I I kind of came up with the. I don't know if you're familiar with the Tom Petty song, like the Great Wide Open. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to take that concept and run with it, but it was it was sort of like you know a young kid who's getting right fresh out of high school goes moves to like where the music scene is, except I just kind of tied more of my experience into it right. too. And uh, so I was trying to do something that was kind of like a sort of a perspective of like a, a small time musician perspective of trying to work your way through the scene and trying to come up with something nice. And so that was sort of a, what I was working on <laughs> through most of quarantine. And I, I got like a, a little bit like a couple chapters done here and there and I, what I really have been doing is just like writing down the stories, like just writing down different stories and stuff like that. And then I'm tr- going to try and come back and like try and see piece how I it can all together. piece it together and stuff. But it's been, it's been fun doing that. We all had to have our quarantine projects, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we <laughs> Look did. at that strap behind you there. It was solid blue at the beginning of quarantine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I did that relic, pro- relic job on it during quarantine and that was a fun project. Yeah. I wanted to do this. I got a $20 guitar at a pawn shop. That's I paid $20 for that one used from a friend of mine. She used to gig with it, and yeah. she's like, I just want some cash. You got 20 bucks? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. I I, uh, I got like a harmony or something like that. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those. Yeah, my first acoustic was a harmony. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got a uh, – it was actually an electric, but uh, I got one of them, and it worked, and I was surprised it worked. I was like, I don't want to buy it if it doesn't work, but I want to work. But I figured, you know, I would do some – my intention was to maybe smash it. Like I wanted to see, like, I'm not going to buy an expensive guitar to smash it, but like if, if this works and we can make this happen, but I never did it. So I thought about like, maybe just like, you know, getting a new neck for it or like making a project guitar. Cause yeah. if I screw it up, you know, how bad could it be? Really? Exactly. <laughs> if you take a, a, even a halfway, if it's got a halfway decent action on it and yeah. frets and you can like work, rework the fret, or even refret the damn thing, but you put some decent electronics, decent, uh, just a decent set of pickups in it. Yeah. And you can make one sound great, you know? So, yeah, for sure. Like I had to polish those frets on that one and the, uh, it was a 30 year old guitar when I started with it. And it had been beaten you know rode hard and put up wet many times and i had restored the whole thing and then it had been sitting in my closet in pieces for several years and it gotten dinged up and scratched up in the process of moving a couple of times and all that so i was like "Mm, i'm just gonna steer into the skid so i just started chipping paint away and and it wound up like that 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 pit guard is the only part on it that's brand new (laughs) and i had to age it so it matched everything else yeah (laughs) for sure for sure of course i had to age all the metal parts too oh yeah Make them look kind of pitted and whatnot. So. Yeah, brass and stuff. Oh, the bridge and everything. Was, yeah, that was that was fun. I had to spend a ton of hours on like YouTube looking up videos of how to like relic a guitar and how to how to artificially age the metal parts when like yeah. a, a vinegar vapor bath thing Ooh. where you don't put them in vinegar but you put it in a bowl inside a bowl and the, the vinegar is in the outside and you put the pieces are in the little bowl inside there so there's the vapor is kind of collecting yeah and it, and it slowly kind of makes them get that patina finished on them yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like wow I would have never thought of that <laughs> I'd have just thrown them right in liquid vinegar but probably screwed them up <laughs> yeah. Cool. So you have any? When do you? You probably don't have any idea when you might try to publish that thing, do you? I have no idea. No, it's not even at a. 
It's not even a spot, at a spot where I'm going to give it to an editor. It's just some notes collected right now. It, yeah, right, right now. Concepts and such. Right now, it's just, uh, yeah, some, I'm just writing the stories and I'm trying to, it's not even, I haven't even formed like a first chapter really. It's just trying to, it's just a concept and I'm just trying gotcha. to run with it. <laughs> That's cool though, man. I hope yeah. you, I wish you luck with that, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll maybe, maybe if it comes closer to, to fruition, I'll, you can have me back here and I'll talk Absolutely. about it. But. Hell yeah. We'll bring <laughs> We'll talk about the book, man. We'll launch a book tour right here. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been cool. I just been a lot of stuff. You know, I started teaching guitar. Which oh yeah. Been, you tell me you're doing, so you're which, teaching lessons now. Yeah. It was just been really cool. Uh, I, I just was like, you know, it's been kind of cool finding like little things and then, uh, like ver- things that I didn't need a, a, a gig. Like I don't, I don't need a stage to do these things, but it's kind of cool to find those in, in music. And, um, uh, like, uh, my cousin is actually up in Oregon and he's working on a game and I started making little samples for him for, oh, nice. for a game. It's called a uh, fate of a Thera or something like that. He's on Patreon and under that name, <laughs> So hopefully soon that becomes something it's like but, an RPG. Yeah. And I, it was kind of funny too, cause I was, I was really self-conscious about it and I made a bunch of like, uh, samples of different things, uh, uh, on like my phone and I was like, okay, this is really rough, but just here, let me know what you think and everything. And it was like, just be, you know, critical or whatever. And he, he loved it. And then he was like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, hey, hey, we're gonna like send you some recording equipment so you can actually do this by yourself. I'm like, oh gosh, okay, that's awesome, it's freaking. <laughs> so that's been cool. That's another yeah. project that's coming on, and it's just been kind of cool how like little dominoes have been kind of falling in place. Even though like we've been in this quarantine, it's like I've still been able to find things musically to do. So, so you're teaching awesome. independently, or yeah, uh, I I kind of came up with a pseudo business name called Panther city guitar lessons. But, nice. uh, I, uh, yeah, basically people just message me and I've been kind of like trying to inquiry and like throw my name out there every once in a while. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to, I just started doing it. I've got like three students right now. <laughs> Most of them I do over zoom, but it's like, uh, just cause I don't know what's going on with that. And, uh, I've got like one of them that's out of state and, <laughs> So it's been really cool. So you're doing via Zoom, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. mostly Zoom. Well, that's cool. A lot of people do that. I'm like, hell, I know a lot of people online have been doing them via Zoom and Skype and stuff for for several years. You know, before all this happened, yeah. now that's even become more popular. So yeah, it's amazing. And we can you can do that. You can be talking with someone in Brazil or South Dakota, South America somewhere, or in yeah. South Africa even. I had a guest on here that was from South Africa. I sat and had like a two over two hour conversation with this woman from South Africa. <laughs> yeah, and that's awesome. It was a it was a wound up being a great episode. It was just a pardon me, that beer. <laughs> it was just a fun chat, you know. This young woman over there, and, and she's like halfway around the world, man. <laughs> and another guest on who was a, a drummer in a math rock duo from Singapore. Oh wow! And it's just crazy. It's it's, it's cool. It's, it's interesting to have someone. It, it's nice and changed to have someone like face to face with me right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not be like halfway around the world from like I, my, I just did uh, yeah. you know, a second interview with someone from the Netherlands a couple a week or so ago. Oh yeah, okay. Been in uh, people from the UK, from France, from Germany. That's yeah, awesome. Just all over the place. It's been really cool. Yeah, and of yeah. course all over the US too. But yeah. 
But, yeah. From California I'm just to down, Philly to I'm Florida. just about 15 minutes down there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Man. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, it's a trip. It is a trip, man. What, what's your Facebook page? Uh, yeah, so that's, it's just Smoking Jake Ferris. That's what I figured. Yeah. And you said you're not in, on Instagram? You kind of like I, I am on Smoking I am on Instagram, so it's it's a uh, my wife posts more of me than I do. <laughs> She's a Good. photographer. But uh Oh, that's handy. Yeah, it's just really great actually. But um But yeah, uh yeah, just it, I think my tag is like smoking underscore Jake and that that's my little Instagram thing. Cool, because I'm gonna need, I've been to, I'm gonna need to, to tag you whenever I yeah. release stuff about yeah. this episode when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, definitely tag me there. Um, I'm on TikTok and that kind of thing. TikTok's a new thing. That's like I'm just trying to figure it out too. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, same. I don't really. I mean, I I put some stuff on there, my my personal stuff, just for just funny, stupid shit. But yeah. uh, like, I haven't really used it for any kind of business purpose yet. But yeah. I, it's such a time suck, man. It, it really is. It really is. <laughs> My daughter will send me a little clip, you know, a video that she's found on TikTok, and she's like, it, she'll text it to me, and I'll look at it, and the next thing I know, 15 minutes has gone by, and I've been just scrolling TikTok that yeah. whole time. <laughs> My my wife will send me like twenty twenty five TikToks a day, and then the, and she's like, "Did you see all the things I sent you?" I'm like, "There's no way I saw all the things you sent me. There's no way I saw like maybe a few." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my daughter and I. I've, I've, inevitably, every time she sends me one, I'll find something I'm like, "Oh, okay," and I want to have to send that one back to her. So. Yeah, we're constantly trading back and forth. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's the new thing. Vine was the thing before that, but you know we, we loved vines and we quoted vines for a while, and then now it's like TikTok's the next thing. But vines is still a thing, you know. They still call them vines. You can go on YouTube yeah. right now and look up compilation videos yeah. of, comp- of vine compilations. Yeah, this is like kind of funny. It's just they destroyed. I don't know what the deal was with why they stopped because it's just basic. TikTok's not that different. I mean, it's a it's a little different, and I think the time. Yeah, like you can get away with a little bit more time on on TikTok, but it's like, it's not that much more. <laughs> yeah, you were limited to just the whatever it was. Uh, um, what was it? Twelve seconds or was think, it fifteen? Yeah, it was like fifteen like seconds or on something Vine, like that. and that was it. There was no other that option. Yeah. But TikTok allowed all the uh, the music and the lip syncing and all that stuff that, that they got from Musically before so, mm-hmm. before that. So that I think that was what really launched them oh, to yeah. the level they were, and then. There was no stopping from that point. Vine just like, I don't know, it was like one of those that just, it had its moment and then it just flat died. And oh, yeah. A lot of them do that. You know, I mean, MySpace was the biggest thing in the world at one point in time. Yeah, I had a MySpace forever. I've had a MySpace longer than I probably should have had a MySpace, honestly. Because <laughs> I, I think the reason why I was critical about Facebook was like, why would I get on Facebook? I didn't even have like a, a music player. Why would I get a, a Facebook was my thing. And then it's like, and now now it's like, well, you'd be stupid not to have a Facebook, but it's like, yeah. Oh, I remember going to people's uh, MySpace page and like you, you land on it and instantly there's like flashing lights and music playing. Like, oh yeah, that was annoying as shit because oh, you know, yeah. trying to sh- scroll like, oh let me check out their page. Oh, yeah. Bam, like, yeah, dude, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> I never liked that. Don't autoplay music, please. No, no, no. I'm glad that trend died out. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can do it. Like, if you embed a YouTube video on your own website, you can have it autoplay. But yeah, yeah, I think in uh, some cases that works. But there was one website where I had my like one of my tracks play. But also, again, it's not like it's in your face. It's not like you, you yeah. Know, 
you know, blasting in your face real quick. Um, so what would you consider your, what do you, what genre do you consider yourself to be in? Uh, I, I, well, I definitely don't, a lot of people say that I'm country. I, I, I don't really associate myself with country. I, uh, I would say like Americana or folk music yeah, is sort would, of what I would say. Folksy singer songwriter. Yeah. Indie, it's hard indie to say folk, that. Sort of kind of. It's hard to say that. Cause I feel like when people think of folk music, they don't think of like, they think of, like, you know, people without a southern accent, you know. <laughs> so I feel like that's why, you know, when they hear my southern accent, even when I sing and everything, that they kind of think that like uh, that I'm just a country person. But that's not really what I associate myself with. The only other uh, yeah, folk I w- I person, have country either. Yeah, one. the only other folk person I know of that has a southern accent that I could have related to is uh, there's a guy named Ramblin' Jack Elliott, and he still does things, and he's like one of the big folk guys and. Uh, he yeah, I think he's from Texas actually, or somewhere. But he's well, kind of like a folksy indie rock type thing. Yeah, kind of what yeah, I was thinking. It's folksy indie rock kind of thing. Uh, and you know, I, I don't I, know if there's really a name for that. It all gets lumped into alternative. Yeah. I had a lot of punk rock, <laughs> uh, um, kind of uh, influences. And so, like when I first started my punk band, and even kind of into my like solo project. I was sort of thinking of like something like Cage the Elephant or something where it's got like, it's got a definite like, okay, there's definitely some punk here, but it's like sort of more of an acoustic punk or like, like a folk punk kind of thing going on. And so, uh, that was sort of where I was kind of trying to start getting my sound from, but it's just kind of is what it is now. (laughs) You know, that's cool, man. It's like, just develop your own style basically out of, all your influences and it just becomes your unique thing. So. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of like funny, you know, one of, one of my idols of course is Bob Dylan and you know, uh, I, I got to see him, uh, at, at, uh, was it music factory to- Toyota music factory. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he just, if you would have seen him and you were listening to the popular songs, like he played it completely different. Like he just played it the way he decided he wanted to play it. And that's sort of how I've taken the approach to it. It's like, you know, yeah, you heard this in the recording. This is how I'm playing it this time. Like, it's like, you know, he, he just he's does been playing those he for 40 some odd years, yeah. you know, a he lot of them. Care. And yeah. so like, he's going to, or maybe oh God, some of them 50 years now he's yeah. been playing. Wow. I didn't think about that, but when people have uh, talked to me about before, it's like, man, you should say some more things on stage. You should talk more about your songs on stage, whatever. He didn't say a word other than just what he was singing. Oh, wow. He didn't say a single word. He came up there, he started playing, and then but he just... Bob but, Dylan, he, but he's I Bob fucking Dylan. I mean, come on. Yeah, but he's Bob Dylan. He can do whatever he wants. He doesn't need to please you now. Exactly. Like, yeah. we're, we're way past all yeah, that bullshit. Yeah. It's like so. Hendrix. He never, almost never played anything the same twice. Oh, no. Like, it, nothing. It was not going to sound like the recording. When you go and no. saw him live, you were getting... Hendrix live, you oh, know, yeah. and depending on how much he was feeling the groove or how much he'd been smoking backstage or whatever, you know, oh, yeah. well, you were going to get a different show. Like sometimes he was really feeling the groove. He would ad lib all kinds of crazy shit in there. Oh, yeah. And his band would be just kind of like, okay, uh, just kind of watching him for <laughs> when, when do we make the change? All right, cool. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really wild, but even, even stuff like you were talking about Dylan, you know, whenever uh, Hendrix covered all along the Watchtower, just like a year after Dylan had released it. Yeah. Well, Bob changed his way he plays it in, li- in his live shows now, so he plays oh, yeah. it more like the Hendrix version oh, almost. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's just really cool. I, I just <laughs> all all that shit. I, I could keep sitting geek out on all that mess for hours, oh, yeah. man. Um, oh man, my favorite story about Hendrix. Musicality. My favorite story about Hendrix was he had played. Uh, 
there, there was somewhere he played in England, and it was the day after Sgt. Peppers had come out. Oh, wow. And he played Sgt. Peppers. And I think Paul McCartney was, like, in the stage or something like that. And, like, came back after like, stage. Like, dude, that's freaking awesome. Like, so it hadn't been <laughs> out for more than 24 hours, and he had gotten it down. Wow. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Jimmy was a phenomenal talent, just just yeah. a natural, naturally gifted individual. For sure. But the, he also put the fucking work in, too. Because, yeah. I mean, he was, I've heard stories about him when, like when he was recording Little Wing. Mm-hmm. He was in the studio for like twenty some odd hours straight, just like yeah. trying to get that song right the way. And he you know it's the, all the you know the elements. engineers getting mad at him too because it, oh, yeah. it's not like now where we could delete it and like you know it's just it's in air. Yeah, like you know that was actual tape. Yeah, how many stacks of tape were they using <laughs> at the time? Yeah, like ooh. Yeah, yeah. Even up into the eighties, you know, we're talking about. I've heard interviews with bands like with Guns N' Roses, for example. They're talking about recording their first album. They had to like do a lot of it in just like one take mm-hmm. because they couldn't afford tape. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, uh, Dave Grohl was talking about how, like, uh, I guess he was in a band with the guy from Queen of, Queens of the Stone Age uh, and John Paul Jones. Oh wow! And it was, I think it's called them Crooked Vultures. I think. Was oh the yeah, name yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. So uh, he uh, they, they they he talked about how you know he he's kind of like a you know they're kind of like oh well should we do this like I don't know maybe I should change this part or do all this part and then John Paul Jones goes on there and plays and he's like oh that sounds good we're good we're good with that because he he's used he's from the era is like because you know and you probably hear like the bass clicks and like the 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 normal whatever and he's like no that sounds fine that's good <laughs> like because. Cause he's from that era of it's like, well, we'll just get the, I'm going to do it the best I can on the first take. And then right. we're good. Reminds me of a, there's a Metallica track on one of their earlier albums. Um, was it was on, uh, the second album, I believe it was, um, ride the lightning. It's called, um, anesthesia pulling teeth. Yeah. Bass solo. No, that, that's the, uh, I think that's kill them all. Was that on kill them all? It was on kill them all. Yeah. One of those two first yeah. ones. It was before master puppets. I knew that much. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they left it in there at the beginning. So it was yeah. bass solos, take one. Yeah. And because yeah, yeah, they, yeah. he played that whole damn thing straight through in one take. Yeah. Like, and it's a lot going on yeah, in that yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's freaking, yeah, it was an awesome one. And it's like about a five minute long song. And it's just him on the bass till about halfway through and the drums kick yeah, in yeah. to accompany him. And it's like, wow, damn. Yeah. It's, a lot of it sounds like it's playing on a like, lead guitar and stuff. But nope, it was all just on one bass yeah. with a fuzz pedal and a wah. That's freaking awesome. Some distortion of fuzz and a wah. That's it. <laughs> he was a he was a phenomenal talent on the bass. Oh though. yeah. We why, why do we lose so many of them so young? I don't know, man. It's like, like him and Jimmy and then yeah. crap Cobain. Yeah. Just so many. I know. Like that whole Twenty Seven Club thing. Oh, uh, oh yeah. There's a bunch of them. Like Amy Winehouse is in that one. And, yeah. Uh, Jim uh, Morrison. Jim Morrison. Um, What's her name? Me and Bobby McGee. I think Jimi um, Hendrix is in there too. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix was twenty seven. Also, yeah. um, Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. Janis a lot of them. Texas. I thought. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Australia. Uh. Yeah. There's a lot of people. A lot of people from Texas that don't they don't get considered country. I mean, look at ZZ Top. Yeah. <laughs> no one would call them country. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, ZZ Top was a big influence on a lot of people too. Like oh, uh, God, I yeah. heard. 
they Eddie just Van had their fiftieth anniversary yeah. tour a couple years, like two years ago now. I heard uh, Billy Gibbons was even like a really big influence on like Eddie Van Halen and of course, stuff yeah. like that. Which oh, that, that upset me last year too when Eddie Van Halen died. That yeah. Was, that was an upsetting one for me. <laughs> yeah, I never was a big fan of Van Halen as a band per se. I mean, like yeah. their 1984 album came out when I was in 1984, and I was like 13. Yeah. I was in middle school at the time. It was a huge deal at the time, but I never really got into their music as a band. But I always just admired the hell out of him for his prowess because he oh, was yeah. just a beast on the guitar, and he developed oh, yeah. so many techniques that everybody uses now that nobody had before him. You know, for sure, like the whole two hand tapping thing. There's yeah. been a little bit of that you'd hear every once in a while, but never to the extent that, that Eddie did. He yeah. pioneered that whole technique. Yeah, and uh, well, that was that album was what made me want to play guitar too. I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. It's like I want a guitar now. I just want a guitar. And yeah, those videos back in those days when he was up there yeah. shredding away, he was. And yeah. Even like on uh, on bad, you know, Michael Jackson's uh, yeah. track, you know, yeah. and he wasn't even credited for it. But yeah. that that so that guitar solo was just epic. I was talking to my daughter about that the other day. Like he even rearranged that song. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I remember that. He, story, we yeah. did the arrangement and everything on it. And sent it back to Michael. Said, I hope you don't mind. I do it. And Michael's like, No, man. That yeah, that that's great. Right on, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wound up being just exactly what it needed. So, and then he didn't get any credit. I don't even think he ever earned a dime off that song. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just fix it. Yeah, I think they were on hiatus or something like that, or something. Yeah, I don't remember what the story was behind that, but I know his yeah. label wouldn't. He was on a different label than Michael, so they wouldn't yeah, allow they him wouldn't to be lie. credited on it. So, yeah, that's cool though. Same thing with like uh with on in Back to the Future, Back to the Future, the first one where yeah. um, Marty puts the cassette tape in and put has the headphones on his dad's ears, you know, and that one scene yeah, yeah. in his bedroom, wakes, and it says Edward Van Halen on the cassette <laughs> because they wouldn't let him use just Van Halen because that was the yeah. band name because that was copyrighted and the label was like, no, you can't use that. So they had to put because Eddie had recorded that strictly for that movie yeah. and they but they had to put his full name on it on the cassette <laughs> that's just crazy so many little legal things like that that pop up yeah make little little trivia questions that no one will ever need to know <laughs> absolutely yeah oh man unless you're on a music jeopardy or something like that one <laughs> oh yeah i swear i know like way too many useless things like when am i ever gonna use that i know right <laughs> so there was one time we were playing, uh, I think it was Trivia Pursuit or something, and it came up. I had just, for some reason, like watched a whole Happy Days documentary, and in which case, I would, I'd never been like a fan of Happy Days. I don't even know why I watched it. Well, I was when I was little, but I'm yeah. much older. So. But there was a, a thing that came, it was like a TV like trivia thing, and they were like, uh, it's like, who... Who coined what series coined the phrase jumping the shark? And I was just like, it was it's happy days. So it's like I just jumped up. So oh yeah, I was so excited to just know that. I was like, <laughs> I remember that episode. Yeah, pretty much the the beginning of the end of that show. Yeah, like I was. I remember when they were still airing new episodes of Happy Days. <laughs> yeah, in like the late seventies, or maybe into the early eighties, maybe. But yeah. Then that short-lived little Joni and Chachi spinoff. Did you ever hear that one? Oh, uh, I think so, yeah. It, it, I think it lasted like a season and a half till it got canceled. <laughs> if that. It may, have been, it may have been the first season it got canceled in because it was, you know, it strayed too much from the source material. And they, the two characters were secondary characters that weren't really strong enough to carry their own show. Yeah. It wasn't like Frasier. Yeah. You know, Who would have ever thought that would have been successful watching Cheers and then think, you're going to take this dude and make a shoot series? <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. 
Oh man. Wow. What else you got going on this weekend, man? This weekend, I'm just teaching right now. <laughs> I've got. I'm not even going anywhere really. I'm, I'm gonna put out some flyers when we're done here, and then that's about it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. I'm just. I'm just glad to be doing the thing, man. Living the dream. I'm just, Absolutely. I'm just glad to keep playing music. I don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> I'd sometimes I'm sorry that I do because <laughs> I get, get the other stuff like my day job stuff gets in the way sometimes, you know, yeah. like that's it keeps the bills you, paid, but you know, that's how you know you're a musician when you're afraid your day job is getting in the way. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. When your day job as an architect is just getting in your way from doing what you really want to be doing. Yeah. And I'm not too worried about my bosses listening to this. I kind of <laughs> doubt anyone. <laughs> I doubt they do. Yeah. I doubt anyone will ever hear it, but if they do, mm, so be it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they're going to look you up. It's like, oh, yeah, that's definitely this person from this firm. Like, <laughs> Well, I don't know, you know, because like I'm on LinkedIn and uh, I have it attached. But I, I started at this firm last year, you know, and and I, yeah. I have a, an we'll autonomy talent. We'll that part yeah, where you talked about the LinkedIn so they didn't, they'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care. Like my, my last firm. <laughs> My last firm, one of the part, one of the the principals of the firm, like I was walking in one morning with him at the same time he was. We both got there at the same time. We we're walking up the stairs, and he uh, he, he started asking me about this autonomy thing I was doing. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I started. I just told him about it. I don't care. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I saw it on LinkedIn. Like, oh cool. He's like, you know, everybody can see that, right? And I was like, yeah. And your point is, <laughs> like, I give a fuck, you know. And <laughs> I guess he thought maybe I shouldn't be doing that because it's like, yeah, maybe it didn't align with the firm or something. I'm like, I don't care. I'm <laughs> if it came right down to it, I'd I'd quit there because there's other architecture firms I go to work for, and that's just something I'm doing to keep my bills paid until I get yeah. this going better. So heck yeah, man. So cool. Well, man, Jake, it was great to hang out with you and yeah, drink a beer with you heck and yeah. sit down and bullshit for a little while. Yeah, it's good to have. Face to face conversation. So we've had a lot less of that the last year or yes, so. But yes, we have. It's glad I'm glad we're getting able to get to do that some more. Absolutely. Able to get to do that some more. Damn, for if sure. I could talk two beers in and I'm already stumbling <laughs> over my words. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, man. All right, cool. Well, uh, before we go, let everybody know again where they can find you. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Smoking Jake Ferris, um, and then I think. My Instagram's like smoking underscore Ferris. My YouTube's like Mr. Jake Ferris for some reason. I don't know why I had it that way, but never changed it. <laughs> Whatever yeah. works, man. Mr. Jake Ferris. And then, yeah. I don't know if you even can change that YouTube channel name or not. No, I, don't, I don't think you can. I, if you do, I don't know how to do it. But yeah, that's main places where you can find me. Uh, if you're a singer songwriter, go and be a part of the dfw singer songwriter community absolutely and i will link all that stuff up in the show yeah. notes and all that stuff yeah. too want to do that some for sure cool man well it's been a pleasure dude we'll catch up with you soon absolutely i'm looking cool. forward to coming and seeing you play too soon yeah all right cool man cool thank you for listening to another episode of the autonomy talent podcast whether you're listening as you're commuting to work or as you're washing the dishes or mowing the yard we greatly appreciate you listening and helping us to support indie artists everywhere be sure to follow us all over social. You can find us at Autonomy Pod, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. And we're also at Autonomy Talent on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, 
you name it. Or you simply just go to autonomytalent.com slash links. From there, we have links to where you can listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, be it the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Play Music, or even Stitcher. And also, there's the Podbean app. They are our hosting service, and they do have their own app. So if you grab the Podbean app, you can actually catch our show as well as many other podcasts. And lastly, if you go to that links page and you still don't see your favorite podcasting app, the one that you like to use, just drop me a note, and I'll be sure it gets added to whatever player you like to use. To send me a message, just go to Autonomy Talent on either Twitter or Instagram and drop me a quick DM letting me know which app you like to use and I will go immediately, or as soon as I can, and add our feed to that app. And while we're on the subject of sending me a message, if you are an artist and you would like to be interviewed for this show or have your works featured on the Indie Artist Spotlight episodes that we release on Wednesdays and the occasional Fridays, Drop me a line, same way, Twitter or Instagram, and let me know that you'd like to be featured. Shoot me a link with some of your work, and I'll take a look at it, and we'll see what we can do by getting you on the show. And that wraps up yet another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcasts. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy this half as much as I do, because for me, it's it's a ball getting to talk to these amazing artists and getting to feature their works on the spotlight episodes that we do. It's just, it's just fun. So I hope you're having fun with it as well, and we're going to keep cranking these things out. So in closing, remember to always live intentionally.